Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word. Jesus asking you the same 
we know that something good is passing our way because you Jesus of Nazareth is passing our way today we are not going to live the same as we came because you have come into the presence of the king of kings and the lord of lords touch our lives heal our lives deliver us from every form of evil and may we live here with a testimony in the name of the lord jesus and all the saints say amen hallelujah put your hands up for jesus again and let's take our seats let's take our seats wonderful so we are still in our nakazo weeks and months it ends somewhere in september where you would have established your souls the souls you brought and your own soul the souls you brought and your own soul so let's keep going after them let's keep establishing them and let's remember the rewards of the soul winner the blessings of soul winning and we'll be blessed amen i'm going to start a new series which i believe is very important which i believe is very important and uh, we are going to rely heavily on this powerful book demons and how to deal with them <laughs> demons and how to deal with them hallelujah so i would like to get one of these books and read it by the time we finish you'll be able to know a lot of things about demons hallelujah a lot of things about demons and uh, our scriptures we are going to use throughout and we put a lot of scriptures as well but i want us to turn our bibles to mark chapter 5 mark chapter 5 we're going to read from verse 1 to 20 long passage of scripture and then some of you by the time we finish even reading it demons would leave you because the bible said jesus went to the synagogue and he started reading and he opened the book and was reading and then whilst he was reading somebody just shouted hey! Jesus of Nazareth you see you may not want to shout may your demons live silently but if they are shouting too don't worry let them shout and leave but you must live here delivered from every form of demonic attacks possession and obsession in Jesus name amen so Mark chapter 5, 1 following. And they came over onto the other side. They came over onto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately they met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. Who had his dwelling among the tombs? So just a man with the dem with demons. Who had the dwelling among the tombs? And no man could bind him. No, not with chains. Because that he had often been bound with feathers and chains. And 
and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the feathers broken in pieces neither could any man tame him and always night and day he was in the mountains in the tombs the cemetery crying and cutting himself with stones crying and cutting himself with stones but when he saw Jesus afar off he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said what have I to do with thee Jesus thou son of the most high God I adjure thee by God thou torment me not hey I show you it's a legal word by God that thou torment me not you see that means that he had the, the demons had the right to be where they were you see the demon had the right to where they were so they were appealing to the some legalities spiritual legalities that you can't suck us you see I adjure thee by God that thou torment us not. The next one. For he said unto him, Come out of the man. Pieko. That's a key version. Pieko. Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is your name? And he answering, he answered saying, my name is Nagin for many, And this is also where many people have made doctrines out of it. And they say, any demon you cast, I have to ask of their names. How many times did you see Jesus asking demons of their names? Yes. You just receive the Holy Ghost direct you to ask the name you ask. Because demons, they are liars. What is your name? You can mention some name to you and you to say, this is the name. Do you get it? But this time, he asked, what is your name? And he answered, the, we are, my name is Legion, for we are many. We are many. Hey. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Can you, I, I, can you see it? He would not send them away out of the country, out of their territory. So no demons are territorial. They have some environment they enjoy. Do you see? So we'll come to that when we come to it. Then, now there was there nigh unto the mountain a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forthwith, Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the head ran violently down a steep place into the sea. There were about 2,000 that the swine. And were choked in the sea. That is why people don't eat pork. Because they said the demons entered. Me to have heard somebody who was casting a demon and he said... Go ahead, enter into the chicken. So in case you haven't heard, 
So, don't eat chicken from today. Those pigs, they, 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 they died. Is that also? They choked. They, they, they didn't come again. So, the, the rest of their cousins and their offspring, we can eat them. You have no problem at all. So, and choked in the sea. <laughs> and they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. Do you get it? Like somebody's piggery. And Jesus made the demons go and kill all of them. So the people that were keeping the pigs, they just went to the, they and tell the boss, come and see what has happened to us. This prophet has come to kill all the pigs that we have. So they were surprised. And they came to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had legion and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind and they were afraid you know that was what possessed we have possession obsession and what demons they possess you they obsess you and they oppress you. And oppression. Do you get it? So this one, they have possessed him. Maybe if time, I'll show you the difference. So they, they were, he was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. Which means anytime you have demons, you, don't have, you are not in your right mind. Are you getting it? Anytime you have demons, you are not in your right mind. And many people are not in their right minds. Because they have demons. Demons are controlling them. And when a demon is controlling you, you actually, that's what the Bible says, they came to see the one who was possessed with the devil, who was doing all those things that we get into. Do you get it? They, now the person has been delivered and what? Seated quietly. Seated quietly. He wasn't misbehaving, he wasn't doing anything, and he was wearing clothes. In those days, when they put any clothes on, he would tear it. He would tear it. Now he was wearing suit and tie. And many of you see how you have started dressing well. Sometimes if they put any nice clothes on you, you remove it. And you show your, all your parts to the world. It's, part, it's some part of possession. You see the way you dress. And your panties and all your beads are showing. It's a kind of possession. You, get, you, have, not, you have not removed all. You get it. So yours is coming small, small. The day will come that you remove all. <laughs> but now it's coming small, small. But you see, when you come to a right mind, then you bring it up. And the skirt goes down. Yeah, part of this. Many, many people have demons, but you don't know. <laughs> and they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil. And also concerning the swine. And then the Bible says, verse 18, and they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. They told Jesus, if this is what you are coming to do in our area, to kill our businesses, this time it is somebody's pilgrim, another time somebody's poultry farm, another time be some shepherd sheep, please, we don't want any trouble. 
just depart from us. So they begged him that he should leave. Hey, people like their good mother, human beings. So the man that they were all teasing, now he's born again. They are thinking of their business. They are thinking of their, 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 their money. And so they said, please, we beg you, depart and go. Verse 18. And when he was come into the ship, he went. When he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. That he might be. You know, sometimes when you are delivered, people don't believe you are delivered, so they don't want to have anything to do with you. So you wish you were not with them. And then the Bible says, How be it, Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee and had, and had compassion on thee. So go and, go and witness. You see, go and tell them. They were with you. They knew your manner of life. They knew the way you were. You will be the best person to tell them of the power of Jesus. You will be the best person to tell them how you used to be that and the Lord has delivered you. You'll be the best person. So go back. Go to where they knew you as a prostitute. Where they knew you as a drunkard. Where they knew you as a weed smoker. Where they knew you as the... Go there and tell them what has happened to you. Tell them your testimony. Don't be shy. Tell them your testimony. Tell them how God has had compassion on you. Many of you don't tell people your testimonies. When you come, you make your face nice. No, everybody wants to look good. If only you tell two or three people your testimony, maybe when they are misbehaving, and you sit there and say, look, we have been here before. We have been here before. We used to do this. Or when you go out to witness to souls, you tell them, you get it? One of our pastors he should tell them. He used to smoke weed. And he'll be fighting with a dress in his wardrobe. He'll go and stand in his wardrobe. And he and the shirt will be fighting. The dress, the wardrobe. Today he's a pastor. What a change. What a change. Go home. Go to your friends. And tell them. How great things the Lord had done for thee. And had had compassion on thee. Most of the women you see in the church today, they look very, very, very spiritual. Very spiritual. If you knew how they were when they were in school. Hey! Ah. Some of them were jumping walls to disco. Some of them were running from school. Some of them, you have no idea. They themselves should go and tell their story. <laughs> they should go and tell their story. How the Lord had had compassion on thee. And then verse 20. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. Hallelujah. All men did what? Hallelujah. So, you realize this story 
about the madman of Gadara tells us a lot about demons, about Satan and demons and how they operate. And it's an important case study for us. Do you understand? It's an important case study for us. And I believe that by the time we finish this particular this thing, we are going to understand the ultimate effect of what demonic activities in a human life. You know, when a demon comes into your life or anything enters your life, the ultimate is what we are going to see when a devil enters your life. At the end of the day, and you'll be surprised that it started like something that was nothing. It started like nothing. When he started, he thought oh, he was just saying something. But ultimately, we saw how it ended. So we need to understand, and we also need to understand the way Satan operates. How he does his things. How he does his things. How he can take over your life completely. Take over your family completely. We need to understand this. Because many of us do not understand the activities and the way Satan operates. In fact, some don't even believe in demons. And that, for that one, Satan really likes it. That he is there, but you don't, you don't believe that he is. Do you get it? That is why if you read um, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, we need to know, it will make you to know the way the devil operates. Say, lest Satan should gain an advantage of, of us, for we are not ignorant of his what? We are not ignorant of his devices. So we are going to follow this story and we are going to study it to see how ultimately demons come into our lives and they lead us to do things that otherwise normal human beings would not do. But before then, I want us to establish the following. I want us to establish the following, that whether you realize it or not, there is a demonic world we cannot avoid. You see, whether you like it or not, whether you believe it, whether you don't believe it, or whatever, there is a demonic world we cannot avoid. And you must also know that the, the earth is a battlefield where demonic forces come to rob, to kill, and to destroy. You have to just accept it. As we are here, we are in a battlefield. Demons are all around, always attempting and trying to come and to, to steal. Steal what? Not steal only your money. Steal your joy. Steal your marriage. Steal your future. To, to, to kill. Nice fellowship. Nice relationships. To kill and then to destroy your life. That is what is happening here. Demons are fighting against what God wants to do in your life. And you need to know that. And you must also know that demons are real. Demons are what? Real and they are powerful. 
demons are what real and they are powerful. Look, if you hear some of the testimonies of demons, witches, witchcraft is the lowest form of when you look at the um, spiritual world, the hierarchy of spiritual wickedness. Demons probably are the least, eh, sorry, witches. Because witchcraft is listed as one of the works of the flesh. Witches, in, which includes what? Which are the works of the flesh? Which includes what? Adultery. I, don't, I, I want to hear from the back there before I look at me. Includes adultery. Adultery. Fornication. And you don't know the works of the flesh. Look, Galatians chapter 5, verse 19. Write it when you go home now. Go and study the works of the flesh. Because sometimes when you come to church, you hear things, then you be as though you know the things. So you, you don't you, you don't know it. So now say, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication. Uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. You know. Such that some people say, Oh, this is not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible that you shouldn't smoke. You see? But I say, Such things like that. That is why when people are giving testimonies that they are born again, why do they include that I used to smoke and now I've supposed to smoking? Who told them to say that? So there's such like. Do you get it? Oh, it's not in the Bible that I, they didn't, I didn't say kissing. I didn't say kissing. So, See, you go and get your girl so and say, kissing is different from fornication. Do you see? But I say, and such like. <laughs> and such like. Of which I tell you before, as I have always. So when, what I was trying to say is that witchcraft is like fornication. So you can see that it's not the lowest ranking of the hierarchies of demons demonic activities or the devil's works, powers of darkness, witchcraft. But even a witch, what a witch can do to you if you are not careful, if you are not spiritual, what a witch, because witches have confessed to things that they have done. We've all heard some before, isn't it? Haven't you heard some before? Oh, one man, he bought, he used all his pension money, retirement money, to get, he built his two rooms and a hall, then invested, I think the children had not finished school, so he invested in the education, so this one will finish their school. Then he bought, he used the, the right to buy a taxi. These days he would have bought Uber. Bought a taxi, he's going to run for daily living. He calculated, brand new car. He started the car just about six months. Every time he goes to it, there was something wrong with the engine. And he was driving himself. Every time there was something wrong with the engine. 
One day he woke up done. When he, when he put his hand on the bonnet, the bonnet was hot. It means the engine had been running. Somebody had been reaching the car. Hey, what's happening? It was the weather too was very cold. So later on, they realized how small girl who was staying with them. It's not all small girls who stay with people. Which, please, that is also what I'm saying. You people, everything you hear, then you make a doctrine out of it. Do you get it? It's like as soon as your mother crosses the age of 75, she becomes a witch. I don't know why people are like that. As you start losing your teeth, no, you are, you are a witch. It's, 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 it's amazing. But anyway, so then the man was worried. So one day, something happened and this maid decided to confess. Confess. Not knowing that even though naturally she can't even ride a bicycle, she can't do that naturally, but in the spirit, she has lines A. <laughs> she could even drive articulated trucks. You see her like that. So not knowing that in the area, I think when they are going for their meeting, she is the one who gives all of them lift. <laughs> she is the richest witch in the area. So she lifts all of them, like how you come to church and you lift your friends to church. She will lift them. In the, so in the night, the guy, and I don't know where they go for their meeting, I think they travel very far. So the engine, even though naturally, the, is it the odometer shows that the car has just done 5,000 miles in the realm of the spirit has done 3,000 miles hey so the engine's life span was already spent the man was confused small witch small witch like that so you see don't underestimate the spiritual world are you understanding me these are things I'm just establishing and we go on. Is that not so? So it is very real. And it is powerful. And when we are dealing, as we are in this world, understand and know that we are not fighting against flesh and blood. In other words, demons are not flesh and blood. Demons are not flesh and blood. Hallelujah. And you have to understand it. Is it because some of you you fight the wrong people. You fight the wrong people. If you see someone is manifesting something, for instance, I mean, some people slap human beings who are possessed with a demon. You get it? It's like the, the person has a devil. Then you cut the person, you are slapping the person. Man, the person is not there. They say, can you slap a spirit? Uh-huh. So we are dealing in the wrong way. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, but it is not physical. We wrestle not against what? Flesh and blood. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4. 2 Corinthians 10. By the time we finish this, you are going to be delivered. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Are you getting me? We walk in the flesh. Flesh means not only this flesh. Flesh means you are going to look for accommodation. 
Flesh means you are going to look for a wife. Flesh means you are going to look for a job. Flesh means that you are starting a business. Flesh means so we, we do things in the flesh. But nothing is after the flesh. Yes. Nothing is after the flesh. We do not go after the flesh. You see somebody insulting you in the flesh. In the flesh. But it is not the flesh. Are you getting what I'm saying? So although we are walking in the flesh, we don't walk after the flesh. That is why when your marriage is not working, you don't fight it after the flesh. I remember in my marriage, and for every marriage, one person is cool and one person is um, this thing. So the, the, the slightest thing, and she was angry, and I was cool. <laughs> then I realized that this is not normal. You know, I mean, like, it's not normal. So I said, no, this cannot be normal. So one day, I was, did I, it wasn't a trance or something. Then I saw that I was in a room, and I told my wife that I was going somewhere. So I went out. But when I went, I saw somebody entered into the room. So I came back to her, ah, who came here? And she said, it was as I was watching television. I said, no one came here. I said, but I saw a man entering the house, and the man had this, their um, bathroom, towel, towel. The one, they, they, those one with the colors, uh-huh. the Chinese were wearing that one of those things. So I, I knew the type of why that was coming there. I knew where it was coming from, where he was coming from. So, so the man entered the towel and with the cap like this, that the one that they, so, I said, no, I saw someone coming. I said, no, no one came here. Immediately when I woke up, I said, no. A spirit is in this house. A spirit is in this house. But nothing makes sense. So, two days after, I was asleep again. And I had a, a vision. When a vision, as part of the vision, my ring just went off my finger and dropped like this. When I woke up, as soon as I woke up physically, my ring just dropped. That's the English. <laughs> How do you say that word? It came off. Dropped. It's not powerful. It came off like that. And it dropped. And the ring was, it, dropped, it went under. So I was with people, I was with the people. I remember Bishop Ogo was there then where in the same place. Said, ah, what happened? So I told them the dream. Then I prayed. You, it, you will not believe it. My marriage suddenly changed and became as if we got married the day before. You know, the fresh moon, fresh, fresh one marriage. Mm-hmm, the fresh one marriage. May your marriage be like the fresh one marriage. In the name of Jesus. But you see, immediately I knew that there was something wrong. And imagine I have fought it in the flesh. Immediately I fought it like, oh, this, this, this. There are a lot of things. It's not by correction. It's not by talking. It's not by, there are a lot of things. It's by how we deal with demons. It's not how you deal with demons. 
Are you getting it? There are a lot of this. Nobody's fault. It's a demon that has come. No, you see that it doesn't even make. There are a lot of things that you can't. It doesn't make sense. Are you getting what I'm saying? Especially when it doesn't make sense. Don't try to make sense out of it. Just cast it out. You get it? I said, if it doesn't make sense, don't try to make sense out of it. Sense that this is how women are. This is how men are. This is how this. This is how this. This is how this. When you marry 20 years, this is how you become. When you marry five years, five steps to... Look, look my friend. Just, <laughs> just cast it out. Are you getting it? Don't just cut this out. You will come to that later on. Are you, getting, are you, are you here or you going home? So though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our welfare, welfare, the weapons of our warfare, they are not what? Canal. Sometimes canal it's it cannot even include too many advice. Sometimes where it's rich, where it has rich, it's not advice. It's not advice. Sometimes where it has rich is some taking and, and name the demon. Name, name what it is. You have to ask yourself, how come? You know what it is, mention your own thing. And then take it and deal with it and Cast it out. Yes. Deal with it and cast it out. Sometimes not even counseling. I remember somebody came to see me with a problem. And I said, have you gone to see Mrs. Blankson? And he said, yes. I said, what did she tell you? <laughs> he said, I should go and pray. But it will go. <laughs> and I said, that's all. That's all. Because what you are the thing the person was saying you really have to go and pray. And it will go. Do you get it? Some things don't come by just, you see, even Jesus said that these things come not by prayer. Oh, this is come not by, go and not, but by prayer and fasting. This thing go not, but by prayer. It means that counseling doesn't even make anything to that thing. It doesn't make it go. It's by prayer and by fasting. So it's not not time that you should go. Sometimes stop talking and pray. Put your stomach down for two days and pray. Pray about it. Are you getting it? And work towards it. Amen. So, another thing I want to establish as we go on is that demons cannot overcome the power given to you through the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter how powerful they are. Demons cannot overcome the power given to you through the blood that was shed for you. That means that you have power. You know, because many of you, as soon as you hear demons, even as I'm preaching this, demons and witches and this, we have started thinking about your car that was, the engine was broken down. You know, you know I told you, I saw that we used to have we used to live at Ashoman when we started the church in Tema. And we would come from Ashoman, Tema. And anytime we read the motorway, we had a certain person standing, saying with another male or female, I cannot tell. 
But we have somebody staying with us. Anytime we, I would rather see where sometimes when we go to the motorway, we, anytime we go to the motorway, the car will start jerking. It will jerk as if something was wrong with the car. But eventually we'll get to church. Then one day I realized that that thing starts only when the person starts sleeping. Mm. That thing starts only when the person started sleeping. So I said no. So then I decided that anytime when you will not sleep, and the car will not jerk. So when I conf- we confronted the person, within two days, one day we went away, we came, the person and left the house. And the person left the house. Because you see, God has also given you a certain power that no matter what, because God knows that we live in this world of demons, always trying to attack us. So he has also given us that power whether we are conscious of them or we are not conscious of them. Because let me tell you something. Don't go about looking for demons to catch. Yeah, some people have made up your business. You go from house to house catching demons. Ghostbusters. From house to house. See, Bible says that we should fight the good fight of faith. Not the fight of demons. So as far as I'm concerned... As long as Christ lives in me, if you are the demon, you become, let's all live together. Let's see who will survive. It's as simple as that. It's like the virus and vaccination. So, if that is there, yeah, then what, you may protect yourself, you do everything, but just in case the virus comes, man, you are covered. Are you get what I'm saying? Just in case. So I'm saying that when you have Christ, you don't have to be, even this message I'm preaching, it doesn't have to put any fear in you. Because you get to know one of the ways the devil operates is through fear. You get, you get to know, don't, don't, don't let it put fear, rather let it make you happy that you know that the enemy exists. But whatever you need to overcome the enemy is in you. First John 4 4. First John 4 4. So, who told you we don't know? We know, we know demons are around. We know demons are around. Sometimes you are even going to eat with someone, you know, that person is a demon. But when you took the food and said, Shakataba, I sanctify this food for prayer of thanksgiving. It didn't even say prayer of binding poison. Brother, some of you are going to be, Father, I bind every poison in the food. I if anybody has put any poison, I remove it, I neutralize it. I mm. He said that a prayer of thanksgiving will sanctify the food. It's as simple as that. Just that you forget to pray. Most of you eat halfway in the food, halfway in it, and you remember, so God bless, then you continue. <laughs> we just, just uh, you continue eating. First John 4 4. It says, What? Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Overcome who? The demons. Because greater is he. Greater is what? That is where. That is where. That is where. Oh, some of you are not even powerful. That is where. 
So if you demons are holding your hand to say in me, it is one of the signs of that is your devil. That is where. Uh That is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he. Greater is he. Hallelujah. So don't be afraid of demons, but know they are there. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't be afraid of demons, but know that they are there. And know how to deal with them. Are you here with me? Good. So let me just tell you a few other ways that demons, demonic operations um, operate. One, we have demonic oppression. You see, this one was oppressed. Is that not so? This one was oppressed by the demons. It was oppressed. What is oppression? Oppression is when a spirit is harassing you. You know, when you say oppressive government, what does it mean? They don't allow you your freedom. They make laws, they make rules. You cannot do what you want to do. They take freedom of speech. They harass you. In your own home, you cannot be free. That's what we call demonic oppression. The demon, no, this one was possessed. This one was not oppressed. This one was possessed. But this is oppression. They harass you. So some of you, the demons, that's why I say the demons, the, the, the demonic work in people, like they, are, they are in greats. They are in greats. So when they are, they are oppressing you, you mean they harass you. Are you getting it? And then we have oppression. Oppression. That means that the devil tests an insatiable longing within people to drive them and mold them until they are caught up and swept along. He creates something in you to long for something. Do you get it? You long for something. You can, that thing can never be satisfied. But then he creates it in you. And he makes you go after it. It's like, so a spirit comes with you to make you chase something that doesn't exist. Something that you can never satisfy. Like you are chasing for money. And it becomes a demonic activity. You realize that you want to do anything and everything to get the money. That's why you want to go to see Sakawa. You want to go and do this. You want to do this. You want to get a woman to marry. You know, I told the story of the man who told me how I can get a particular woman, any woman I want to marry. Did I tell the story? Yeah, Auntie Philo. An insatiable. So you want, you want, you want money, you want job, you want this. So it's a demonic kind of oppression. Do you get it? A, a kind of obsession. You're obsessed with something. If somebody's obsessed with a man, have you seen a woman obsessed with a man before? Have you been there before? Obsessed with somebody's husband. You are married. I watched a film, Fatal Attraction. It was that that film that somebody was obsessed with somebody's. No, no, this one. Okay, yeah, mistake in the tone. So. But the other one, the, the woman was supposed to come and look after the man's child in the house. I've forgotten the title of the film. And then the woman decided that I want to marry the man. And, and was obsessed with getting the man. 
In the end, she killed the man's wife. Because she was so obsessed. Strong, strong. This thing to get somebody's wife. Strong to get somebody's position. That's why somebody can work with another person and have a strong desire to get his position and can go and do things that the person will be removed from the way. Are you getting what I'm saying? I said, this demonic thing, you have to understand how they operate. Then the next one is possession. When they when you say you are possessed, and I think this story, he was possessed. He was possessed. Possession there that he says that if the devil possesses you, what it means is that he takes control. Now he takes control of your mind, your emotion, and your will. That means you are possessed. He owns you. You see, some, the, the, when it starts and it's like a, uh, some kind of uh, uh, oppression, once in a while you can fight back. Some kind of possession, once in a while you can reason. But now it has taken con- complete control over you. Your mind, your emotions, your everything, your will. So now everything you do is towards pleasing the demons who control you. That one is almost madness. You have gotten there. And you need to understand. So sometimes when you see someone who is oppressed, you can see. When you see someone who is possessed, you can see. When you see someone who is uh, 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 um, obsessed, you can see that this one is an obsession. This one is oppression. This one is possession. And how to go about it in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, as I said, you are going to be what? You, are not, you don't have to be afraid. You are going to overcome every form of demonic activities, demonic machinations, oppressions, possessions, and whatever against your life in the name of Jesus. Just know they exist. You see, your mistake you make is to think that they don't exist. And look at everything through the test tube. Everything through the books. Everything through reasoning. And want everything to make sense. That's how the devil wants you to behave. So he can get at you. It doesn't also make me that don't make sense. But what is sense? Sometimes sense actually means that the thing doesn't make sense. Do you get it? The sense actually means that the thing doesn't make sense. How can a human being behave like that? You know, one day I got a call and a person told me that Pastor, now I cannot do anything about it. I said, why? He said, look, if I don't sleep with the man, I can't sleep. I mean, you can ask me, if I don't sleep with the man, I cannot sleep. I said, why? I said, why? And when I called her, she was on, because I've spoken to her, so she has tried to stop. But I think after two days, it was becoming a problem. She was getting withdrawal symptoms. So she was on her way. And so immediately, like this thing, it doesn't, so I said, what does it do to you? What does it do? She said, oh, it makes me feel that I'm important or something. It makes me feel that people like me. It makes me feel, I mean, Pastor, but when you come to church, people like you. 
So why do you think that it, when you go and do this, that people will like you? And not even only one person. It just had to happen. It just had to happen. It doesn't make sense. Is that also? So the sense in it is that it doesn't make sense. It doesn't mean you've lost your mind, but it doesn't make sense. So this are demonic, but God has delivered us. Amen. Hallelujah. God has delivered us. Because I always want you to know that no matter what, no matter what demons are around you, whatever, you have overcome. You have overcome. Hallelujah. Because that is why Jesus is in you. So as we go on and know them, never let it put fear in you. Rather know that you are, it is, the activities of the demons have been exposed so you can see and deal with it. It's as simple as, it's not intended to put fear in you. Look, one day I went for a program and we were talking about this type of demons and things. Me, I was a pastor. And I went, Charlie, by the time I left the program, I was so scared. Eh? I was so scared in my car. Something dropped in my car. And I almost, I almost drove my car, so I thought, a black cat had entered my car. But the things they said. And some of you, that's what you want to hear. And that's how you know it. Do you get it? They are there. It is true. They can turn black, yellow, blue, cat, whatever. They can even turn to lions. But you have overcome them. Because greater is he. But it also doesn't mean I don't know that they are there. But you have overcome them. Amen. So 1 John 3, 8. 1 John 3, 8 says. What does it say? It says, He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. The people. For this purpose, the Son of God was what? That he might destroy the works of the devil. Which includes all forms of demonic activities. Are you here with me? All forms of demonic activities. That is the reason why you have Jesus in you. Amen. So having said that, in closing, let me come to the test. See, you like to listen about demons, right? You, you watch Nigerian films and all this thing. <laughs> The testimony of the madman of Gadara shows us three things. These three things. The testimony of the madman of Gadara shows us these three things. Number one, what demons would like to do to you if they had the chance? What demons would like to do to you if they have the chance? And remember Job. The devil went to God. And he said, God asked, have you considered my servant Job? And God said, so that what? I mean, God didn't say that, but assuming God said that. Maybe you go and look for it in the Bible. God said, and so what? What do you want? Then the devil said, you know what? If you like he said, for there's none like him in the earth, a perfect man, an upright man, one that feared God and eschewed evil. Now, when God was saying Job was perfect, do you get it? It's the same perfection that you have when you have Jesus. That 
perfect. It's the same perfection you have when you have Jesus. Yours is not a diminished form of perfection. Righteousness cannot be in great. Righteousness is righteousness. Are you getting it? Then the, devil, the Bible says, there's the next verse. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear you for nothing? And then the next verse. Has that hey, good? He said, Listen, have you not made an hedge about him and about his house and about all that he had on every side? So this is what I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell you that look, when you have Christ there. Eh, Forget, Job didn't know this conversation was taking place. He, there, he was there with his family. They were eating. They were doing their business. He didn't know at all that this conversation was taking place. And it wasn't his business to go and bring prophets to come and show him which kind of demons are coming from the right, which kind of the family members are waiting. He didn't have any business doing that. And some of you, you always invite people to come and show you the witches and the wizards in your family. And when the people come to, to prove that they have anointing, they have to get someone. Yes. To prove that they have an, to prove that they are demon catchers, ghostbusters. They definitely have to get one. So you who are probably, maybe they look, you know, even dark people have different shades of dark. The darkest becomes the dark person. Or sometimes the fairest become the person, the oldest. And if you are, you are not careful and you, don't, you have only about four or five teeth, that one there, your obvious choice. You are the obvious choice. Anything that is all, they say you are the person. Do you get it? But Job, he didn't, he wasn't thinking about any demons. He was just enjoying his life. Not knowing that the devil had always wanted to put poison in his food. Not knowing the devil has always been trying to spoil his marriage. Not knowing the devil has always been trying to do something. So now he is telling God, we are getting to know that he told God that anytime I go, I see a hedge about him. May the devil see a hedge about you anytime he comes in the name of Jesus. As you stay in your righteousness. Wherein Christ has set you free. So he said that, that has blessed the work of it. Let's go to the next verse. But I said, but put forth thy hand now and touch all that he had and he will curse you to thy face. So, in other words, the devil told God that if you like, remove the hedge. Remove the hedge. And then God removed the hedge. And the story, you all know what happened to Job. Job lost almost everything. Which means that this is the ultimate. This is what, that's what if, the, if demons get you, if they get you, if they get the chance, you will see what they will do to you. If they get the chance. So this is telling us so that what demons will do to you if they get the chance. That's why you should always make sure that they don't get you. Make sure the virus doesn't get you. That's why you have to wear your mask. Yes. Do you see? To get your some of you up to today that you are still in your marriage, eh, you don't know the hedge that has been around you. You don't know the many times you sleep in the night and the devil wants to destroy your marriage. You don't know the many times you go to work and the devil wants to kill you on the motorway. You don't know the many times the devil wants to take away your family. You don't know. Every day he's scheming. Just that he will not get you. 
He won't get you. Say, he won't get me. So, it shows us, one, what demons would like to do to you if they have the chance. Number two, what demons are doing to people, albeit in a gradual way. You get it? Because sometimes the demons, they don't come suddenly. They come in a subtle way. Gradually. You start. And it's, oh, this is just normal. Oh, then you give it some temperament. This is melancholic. Oh, this is phlegmatic. Oh, this is sanguinic. Oh, this is choleric. Then you, you give it some nice name. Then it goes on. Oh, this one is this. this one, it is demons. Demons have started. Demons have started. And you better start reasoning and deal with it. Deal with it as fast as you can. They come gradually. Before the marriage got broken, it started with something small. And you started giving reasons, 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 reasons. Instead of going to the realm to say that, no, yeah, the reasons are there. For instance, if you don't know how to cook, it's a reason. You get it, it's a good reason. But even that one, whilst you are correcting, because the devil, he will use where the weak point is. No, no, no good uh, um, enemy will fight you without strike, fighting from your area of weakness. That's why the temperament becomes one of our, the easiest doors, one of the easiest doors that the enemy uses. Because your temperament, if, let's say if you are somebody who is a melancholic, you can't easily forgive. You can't forget. You keep things in you. So it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an easy target. So the devil will start using it. Do you get it? That is why if you are melancholic, don't say, oh, me, I don't like talking. Sometimes not too much, don't like too much talking. You're actually gradually going to that place. You're on your way there. So sometimes you have to make an effort to talk. Are you get what I'm saying? Are you, are you understand the preaching? Or you don't know what a melancholic is? When you go, go and Google it. Yeah. Sanguine. Oh, you know, I, I, I just like touching the breast because I'm a sanguine. You see, that's your weak point. Sanguine's like touching. You know, I'm a sanguine. I'm a sanguine. I'm a sanguine. It's, a, it's, a, it's your weakest point. You see, the devil knows that some ways are like that, and they like talking, they like this, they like that, they like. So then, that is the point he will start using. So you now, knowing that you are a sanguine, know that it's a weak point. It's a weak point. Don't make it go into other girls like you. No, no, no. Some of you, it makes you look good. It's a deception. That's why we come there, deception. Not today, but we come there. You see, some of you, when the girls are around you, they're there. Hey, 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 You feel good. But is the devil working on your weakness? Just working on your weakness. Do you see me like that? Do you see me like that? But I tell you, pa. And boys like me. Boys like me. But who, who, do, who should boys like? Who should boys like? Boys like girls. 
boys like girls. So the mere fact that the boys like you asks us, why is it you, you are the only one, and you are not the most beautiful too? You are not the most beautiful. So don't, don't think that it's just like that. Amen. My time is fast spent. Okay. The, 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 the other thing you should know, it shows three things in it, that the final state of a person in whom demons have had full expression is also another way of knowing how the devils operate. The, the, this story, it shows the final stage. You see, so what has started gradually is what is going to make you stand at the court and tell that this woman is a witch. This man is a wizard. I don't want to see his face again. I don't want to see her face again. Give me the children. Me to get the children. He should just one hour. And you see, I come for him two hours. You see, the final stage has come. But it started gradually. And you didn't do anything about it. I get what I'm saying. So this story is a very, very, very powerful story to see demonic activities, how demons operate, how strong and powerful demons are, and also shows us that there is no power, there is no demon that can overcome the power of Jesus Christ. There is, no, no, not one. Every power of the devil is subject to the authority of Jesus Christ. And Christians, if we need to want to overcome and to deal with devils, it is not trying to go and buy things or trying to go and make things in your, in your room. And No, 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 no. My grandmother used to go for, I mean, she, she trained us as religious people, but we used to go for this to some sort kind of churches. Okay? I used to play the bank, I say, Boom, boom, boom. Uh, yeah, how do you call that? Thing? Banjo, the big one, like that. Boom, 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 boom. And the pastors used to wear white, a red, red gowns. Then we go. They would give us further water. Yeah, not Apostles Revelation. That one, I won't mention the name. We used to go. And I remember, I used to believe it all. We used to have an annual program. They call it Mount Horeb. When we go for that annual program, they would give us palm branches. And I would always make sure that I have one in my pocket wherever I'm going to. Against all demonic oppressions and powers and witches and wizards. And my grandmother would tell us that, Echo So I have to take small bit and put it in my pen. I said, this your pen is my, I swap off for my trousers no more. Swap off for my trousers no more. I swap off angels. I know some of these street friends who they don't know. I swap off. Angels will come and write this down for you. He said, when you are going to take a bus, those are going to take a bus from somewhere to somewhere. Because accident Gary but that will be saving itself first. Hey. I used to believe. I mean, 
I'm sure. So many things that I cannot say. Hey, I remember once they say if you want to live long, somebody came to see us. If you want to live long, they gave us corn. They boil corn. They say we should go to the beach and turn our back and throw as many corn that we, we throw. We, we live to be that. And they see the ones I threw in the sea, I can tell you all that I'm going to live to see your great, 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 grandchildren, if it works. If it works. I'm going to see your great, 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 great. So no death, no spirit, nothing can come against you. Hey. And they are powerful, though. The man built a certain altar in the house. Then the altar, the, 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 I don't know, that image likes toffee or something. So every time he said, my father should give the, um, the image toffee. They can see we two were boys. So we said we share the toffee with the, with the with whatever, whoever is supposed to eat the toffee. So every time they put the toffee, we go and take the toffee and eat it. But I tell you one day, that's what I say they are true. One day they gave it toffee and banana. When I went for the toffee, the banana stood up like that. Hey, I'm saying, yeah! <laughs> I went, I don't know, daddy, I don't know whether I touched something for the banana to move, but I, I thought I saw the banana like this, like, God in the toffee! From that day, I said, no, 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 this, this toffee, I will go close to it. But I tell you, my father died a believer. All of them died believers. Everything. But I'm just giving you a story. Do you see? But you have overcome. Hallelujah. So it shows that whatever power, whatever spirit that comes against you, if you are in Christ Jesus. But the Bible says, in him we live and move and have our being. So don't be afraid. As we go on and on and on how demons are and how to deal with them. By the grace of God, your eyes are going to open. You're going to have understanding. You're going to deal with all these demons that are afflicting us. Because many of you, what is happening is not normal. You just have to bind and cast out. I get it. Bind and do what? Of your life and you'll be blessed. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. And let's bow down our heads. Father, we want to thank you for today. We give you praise. We give you glory for who you are and for the power you have given to us, your children who have believed, who have accepted you as our Lord and personal Savior. We thank you that by that, you have put in us the greater one, which is above every power out there. Any form of demonic activities and power out there. We thank you that we have overcome in the name of the Lord Jesus. We don't walk in fear. We don't walk around looking for witches and wizards. We walk with you. We walk in you. And we walk by faith knowing that you have built a hedge about us. And I pray for every one person sitting here today 
that if there's any way a hedge has been broken, be merciful. And may the hedge be repaired by the blood of Jesus. That any way that any demon has slipped into their lives, Lord, that demon's hand will be broken. The power of that spirit will be broken. And Lord, that the hedge shall be repaired by the blood of Jesus. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. You know, I feel led to tell you that there are some of you, the devil has, if you like, put you in bondage because of a past hedge you broke. A past hedge you broke. Since then, the devil has tormented you that because of that, this and this and this is happening in your life. And fear had made you to accept it. But I'm, I want to tell you that the Lord has taken away that thing. The hedge has been repaired. That blood of Jesus that you have accepted and the blood of the blood that forgives has washed it away. And that no demon can permanently, if you disallow, stay in your life and torment and do you evil. So if you are here like that, I'm sure as we go on, it will come up. But you have been delivered today. Believe in your salvation. Believe in your deliverance. For if the Son shall make you free, you are free indeed. You are free of every form of powers and activities of devils. He said, you shall take deadly poisons and it shall not be hurt. You drink it unawares and it will not hurt you. Because he that is in you, he that has made a hedge about you, is greater, is more powerful. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Before we close, every head bowed and every eye closed. Everybody standing. Before we close, every head bowed, every eye closed, and everyone standing. You want to say, Pastor, a friend brought me to church. Or I came on my own through radio, whatever, I came on my own. But deep, deep down in my heart, I do not know Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. And I want you to pray for me so that I will give my life to Jesus. I want God to forgive me of my sins. I want God to wash me with his blood. So, Pastor, pray for me today that I will be born again and I will give my life to Jesus. So, every eye closed. Someone invited you to church. You came on your own and you want to give your life to Jesus. Wherever you are, I want you to just lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. God bless you. Wherever you are, lift your hand up. I'm going to pray with you. God bless Every eye closed, lift up your hand. God bless you. Wherever you are, I just you can help me. But wherever you are, lift up your hand. I'm going to pray with you right now and we will close. Now, if your hand is up, if your hand is up, open your eyes. If you came with a book or whatever, take your bag, take your Bible and come to me for wherever you are. If your hand is up, all of you whose hands are up, just come to me for wherever you are. Come and receive Jesus. Come and receive salvation and put your hands together for them as they come.
Put your hands together. Somebody invited you. And he won't say, Pastor, pray for me. So shall. Come and give him your life. Let him set you free. And you'll be free indeed. Even though the world is a battlefield. Demons are always planning to attack you. But when you come to him, there is nothing to fear. He will take you. He will wash you. And he will protect you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus. Those of you here, I'm going to pray with you very soon. But I also want to make one more call. If you came today, this is your first time, first time, ever time of visiting with us. So can you give me a wave? This is your first time of visiting with us. Someone invited, not those of you in front, in the congregation, this is your first time of visiting with us. You are born again, but it's your first time of visiting. Can you give me a wave? Can you give me a wave? Oh, God bless you. Can you also please come? Those of you, please let them know that this is your first time of coming. You are born again, but it's your first time of coming. Please come. Not this one. These ones are coming for salvation. But the two coming. Put your hands together for them. This is your first time. Let them stand behind. Let them stand behind. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And us we do for our Nakazu weeks. When with the Lord shall make us end in three months, in nice two months' time. If you came with any of these ones to church, can you kindly come and stand behind them? If you came with any of these ones to church, can you kindly come and stand behind them? If you came with anybody, any one of these ones to church, can you come and stand behind them? You are walking into glory. You are standing behind a powerful breakthrough. If you came with any of these ones, come and stand behind them. And those with nobody behind them means that they came on their own. God bless you. God bless you. Who are those who came for visit? The visitors, if you can. I want to see the visitors. There are two or three. Let them stand here. Let them stand here. They are different. Okay. But those who gave their life to Christ. Okay. Please hurry up if you came to any of these ones. We'll pray with you. We'll give you some few minutes. You go, you write your name, everything, and you come back. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll all close the service together. So let's say this together. Mean it with your heart and say boldly with your mouth. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I believe. I believe that the word of God is true. That the word of God is true. I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Is the Son of God. He came to die. He came to die for my sins. For my sins. I confess. I confess with my mouth. With my mouth that Jesus. That Jesus. That Jesus. That Jesus is Lord. Is Lord. And from today. Today, I ask you, Lord Jesus, I ask you, Lord Jesus, to forgive me, to forgive me of all my sins. Of all my sins. Wash me, wash me with your blood, with your blood, and make me, and make me your child. Your child. From today, from today, I am yours. I am yours, and you are mine. And you are mine. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abed Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM, also at Loyalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.